Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I was in I was in Ojai briefly Sunday night over into Monday, and 100%, I mean, we've, You've not been to Ohio yet. I've been to Ohio. You've been a high star. You you know oh, yeah. very well, Jocelyn. And I just, it's like, hey, hey man, just like everyone is, uh, you know, we're just living off the land down in this valley here. We're just beautiful, very wealthy, so liberal and white that we're almost Republicans living in a vineyard. Uh, we have a lot of f- stores that say, get your superfood powders here. Sure. And almost everyone I spoke with at a local bar I baited them because I was like, ooh, have you guys seen the new Bob Lazar, like, alien, you know, craft sighting documentary? And so I I posed as an alien enthusiast, and everyone took that bait and told me about the different little white men that work on them in the middle of the night, like the glowing white men and their tools. And I was like, oh, hi. Oh, oh, hi. My good God, everyone had an alien sighting story. I was like, fuck yeah. God bless this, them. These people are so high. It's, it's a bunch high. of people that no, were high. Is Ojai known for alien encounters? Well, I was walking through some areas where I was like, I'll be so chill if an alien took me right now. <laughs> I'm full of wine and like some great kush, you know? So. <laughs> this, is, this new brook is interesting. This huh? new brook isn't going great. <laughs> Oh, hey everyone, welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey guys, I'm Andrea Wallace. I'm Jocelyn Hughes. What's that? Are you sure? Are you sure you're Andrea Wallace? No, I thought you were going to go, and then I was like, it was me going, sorry, Jocelyn, like you were going to. Say your name. We can do the thing in volleyball they teach you. Don't you have to yell like, got it! Got it! <laughs> I'll do that next time. Got it! Got it. Jocelyn Hughes. <laughs> That's not annoying. Headlines is, I, I picked this because I knew it would really please Ms. Hughes. Dunkin' Donuts finally migrating away from those horrifying styrofoam coffee cups god bless them and they are moving to biodegradable paper with recyclable right with recycled elephant tusks is what they're going to be serving the coffee in now jocelyn are you happy they're going to be serving them in endangered beehive honeycombs why do you do this to me but here's the thing dunkin donuts you know, doing doing the right thing. Uh, American runs on Duncan. After me. I don't I either. Do I do not. I do not run on Duncan. I do not. No, I don't Kyle. Even, I don't speed I walk it. on Duncan. I don't do elliptical on Duncan. I miss it so much. Coffee. I miss Dunkin' Donuts. I miss donuts. Oh. I miss sugar. Oh, do you yeah. miss donuts, or do you miss the idea of donuts? No, I love donuts. She's right. a real sweet tooth. I wanted a donut the other day. 
And I thought in my head, I was like, I, it sounds good, but They're I know if I have a bite, I'm going to be disappointed. They, once you get You're in there. You're buying the wrong kind oh, of donuts, No, no, no. Dude. I, 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 I like, like whatever is like surrounding me. Peace? There are donuts out there that fuck yeah. Like Donut Friend is the shit. Was I think it a donut what, man that's like out on your way to Big Bear, which makes like the giant like peach claws. filled well, donuts during peach season. But they make a tiger tail that I'll fucking I'll, I'll like jerk it off. You know, Whoa, dude. Like, what? Jerk, I like jerk. it. <laughs> Whoa. Too far, man. My dog is right here. But like, wow, the size of that donut's getting really outrageous. That's the size of like a cake at that point. The tiger like, tail is good. Oh, the tiger tail. The tiger tail is like probably eight inches long i miss cake it's phallic now look and i don't get mad but i did make rice krispie treats the other day oh my god i'm not mad i'm sad is there a way we could make them out of carob and air or something for you (laughs) you want those carob air carob air sounds like a brand new airline there's no substitute or a 1980s toy yeah carob airs carob airs when do you get to eat uh you know what you want again I got about a less than a week left, but I'm terrified to incorporate anything new because I'm worried it'll just bring back my SIBO and then I'll be sick again or I'll be bloated or I'll like, I don't know. And then it'll be like, I think I'm crazy. Yeah. That's where your SIBO's going to be all like, <laughs> I think I'm crazy. <laughs> No, but you're supposed to do yeah, SIBO. Um, <laughs> but isn't that you're, you're supposed to put like you're I supposed just to got that. <laughs> sorry. But to circle back to Dunkin' Donuts of people who are Dunkin' diehards, who I think are also known as people from Boston. Dunkin' diehards! They're throwing a fit about the lid, the cup, the whole thing. And I'm sorry, can I go on record real quick? Those lids have always sucked. Yeah. I hate Dunkin' Donut lids. The, you would try and take one on the train, on a commute, walking, forget it. It's down your arm. You've got <laughs> you've got one wet winter jacket arm that's been holding the Dunkin' and it's weak. I'll little tell you fucking what, I don't drink hot coffee. Flappy. I started drinking iced coffee in New York and I never fucking turn back. I'm an iced coffee till I die. I don't care how cold it is outside. Look, you guys, I, I haven't been paying attention to what you're saying because I decided to Google Dunkin' Donuts tattoos and I am <laughs> horrified right now. No, why? Well, be horrified because by this one. People- I take off my shirt. <laughs> I just have a donut around each nipple. <laughs> I mean, this is, this really is happening oh, where people have gotten Dunkin'. These, styro- these are the styrofoam cups. People have tattooed styrofoam Dunkin' Donut cups onto their body. Oh, okay, you, know, you guys, well, I think me having Elvis Presley on my back is no longer the dumbest tattoo. Okay, we don't actually gone. have it that's anymore. I don't. Gone. I don't. It's long gone. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, my friend from high school. Leave me Long John. Oh, Long John's are good donuts, right? Jocelyn. But your friend from high school. She got a tattoo of a ladybug, which now looks like a cicada. It looks like like a longhorned beetle. No, it looks like now it just looks like Rodney Dangerfield from the movie Ladybugs. <laughs> but yeah, she had the same thing, Ooh. and I was like, my friend covered it, Elvis that turned into Bill Clinton or whatever the yep. hell. He looked oh yeah, like. he went, he morphed. It was it was never Elvis. Let's it was a be prison that. tattoo. It was a prison tattoo looking thing, and it looked like Mario Lopez. 
Then it looked like Bill Clinton. Then as, I don't know, I, I probably gained and lost weight a couple times over, for sure, over that almost 20-year period of having it. So then his head and hair got really stretched out and elongated, and he looked like Beavis. And uh, yeah, it was just a it was just a bad, bad thing. And, and I never had lived in bathing suit culture land, which is LA, so it would be like one time a year it would be out you know, where people on a beach or at a pool party could see it. And then the question started the minute I moved to LA and I was like, it's time. So I was going to make it into an Elvis sandwich just to make it even more ridiculous. I was going to do a bun and lettuce and tomato. And I was like, Brooke, stop. No, just be a normal person and get a um a fucking skull with a rose coming through the eye socket like over it. for everything. Just turn it into a sandwich. Come on, that's really funny. Put it between two Just buns. Just turn our marriage into a that's sandwich. A It'll fix everything, babe. I swear to God. Hey, if it's oh, good God. enough bread, that's true. Oh, that's right. You'd have to call that a hero, though. Well, you all, we've got some server-submitted stories. Yay! Uh-oh. All right, Soccer Mike. Here's a story. One of my jobs is at a popular restaurant in the financial district in Boston. Oh, speak of the devil. I hope he's okay about these cups. Once after a grueling double, I was changing in the employee area, which happened to be next to a massive storage fridge. Unfortunately for us, the chef would often throw spoiled food or trash in a bin outside the fridge, which sometimes would attract critters. So I threw my clothes on, gearing up to drink my face up. When I was walking to the front door, my ankle began to feel weird. As I lifted the cuff of my jeans to inspect my ankle, a small cockroach fell out of my pants. Let that sink in. (laughs) Way to build the story, slacker. I immediately complained to the manager about what happened, the critter situation, and just how I wanted to set myself on fire to cleanse myself. (laughs) She made a note and assured me she'd let the owners know. A week later, our owner, who talked like Bill Lumberg from Office Space, (laughs) told the waitstaff, half of whom were new hires since we had a fun turnover rate, that he had hired an exterminator who found the reason behind the critter problem. Not the spoiled food or trash. The cockroaches were coming in on people's clothing, and we should inspect ourselves before entering the restaurant. Hashtag queen of the cockroaches. Come on. Oh, they must be hitching a ride in from your dirty apartments, you dirty, dirty servers. I know that move. It happens on movies all the time. What if he was like, they're actually spiders in disguise, and I talk to the spiders to tell them to come here and eat the bad bugs. Okay, can I... I worked at this place briefly because it didn't last long. Got fired uh, in Chicago. It was a coffee shop turned into jazz club at nighttime, as we remember. I found out this friend I met in Brooklyn, it was his aunt who hired me. Long, weird, weird long story. Uh, she found a cockroach in the kitchen that coincided with my first week of working there. And she was a highly um, superstitious Greek woman. Mm-hmm. And she fell on her knees in the kitchen and said, why? It's the new girl. She's like, it's a sign. There's never been cockroaches in my kitchen. But since you've been here, now there's a cockroach. She blamed me like I was Satan and brought a biblical plague into her kitchen. Cockroach queen of Chicago. Cockroach queen of Chicago over here. And she was like, you can't work here. What's next, Locust? She sounds super chill. Next story, at Amay Smith. Hey, y'all. So happy to have found this podcast. It's like listening to my heart song every week. Love you. Uh, 
I work at a popular brunch brought that's also a special occasion destination. A few years ago, we had a group of about 10 middle-aged women come in after a goddess convention. Most of them wore long, flowy dresses, and one was rocking a black jacket with fake crows sewn onto the shoulders. <laughs> Whoa. They were a joy right from the beginning. First, they were pissed when we wouldn't let them light their foot-high black pillar candles on the table. They also gave their server a list of instructions. They were only to be referred to as goddesses and not as ladies or miss ma'am. And that server was not to approach the table to try to talk to them if one of them was speaking. I'm going to take a breath. Take a breath. <sighs> During their meal, their server got a nosebleed <laughs> while at the table. <laughs> We are still convinced that they put a hex on her. I'm also there. I'm, I'm with. I'm with them. Um, they were there for six hours, had a 5 p.m. reservation, and were still out by the fire pit until 11 p.m. That's that's it. That's the story. Oh Jesus, Lord it, Almighty! Is it, I mean, because for a hot, I mean, we could all be on that path as old women, you know. Going down the witch route. What, do you the give yourself witch? the gift of being a goddess for the weekend because you paid for a convention and now you like think that you're entitled and you get to fucking go anywhere you want? I mean, it's cool to like find yourself again, but to be entitled about it I know, in front of other people not and being, act like you can be an asshole is like not good that's very behavior. Sorry. Not, not being a goddess. I have to be quite from honest. one goddess to I have to be honest. From one goddess to from another. From one goddess to another. From one, to, you, you all are my goddesses, right? And, you know, the thing is people, if you are a true goddess, people will want to serve you. You should not have to give them a list of demands. Ladies, the goddess convention was over at two o'clock today, okay? This, this is non-transferable to the restaurant. I know you were just in like the Staples Center with other goddesses. <laughs> that being said, I'm not sure what kind of goddess convention this was. Right. Because there are actually like retreats and things where you can go and then light your black pillars and just be amongst yourselves and not have to like hassle a wait staff about it. And go build saying. your own fire and have your like own ceremony. The the one I, I used to, my my friend's mom and her buddies, you know, they they all got like past a certain age, like fifty five, all divorced, done with it, and just all became lesbian witches who lived in a lake house and were just like, we don't need to go to like a TGI Fridays in our cloaks and ask for special treatment. We got we got the goods right here. All right. Uh, so today's topic, you guys. Oh boy, it makes me tired just thinking about it. Let's talk a doubles. Boy. Someone care to give a, a, a concise definition of what a double is? Well, you work two meal shifts consecutively. Sometimes sometimes breakfast going into lunch and then you work dinner, so you work all three meals of the day. Oh, that's rough. But basically it's like you a lunch and then a dinner. Yeah, that's a rough one. You know what I used to do all the time on weekends? Brunch into dinner. Oh, I yeah, also did that. Yeah, that's a long, long, that's long a day. bad one. Especially because mm -hmm. you're usually hungover, let's be honest. like I, I will give myself credit when I knew those were, you know, common. I, I, was just, I would at least be like, hey, I need at least six hours of sleep. I think that there's something about working a brunch into a dinner because it's a Sunday, so it's got a different feel to begin with, you know? It's like driving on Sundays. It's, oh, that's a Sunday driver. There's Sunday eaters, too. Yeah. Sunday they're not good. eaters. They're oh, not good you most God. of the time. I mean, the good, the, the only perk, hopefully, is that, like, the restaurant closes an hour or two earlier than they normally would if you're working dinner, right? 
Oh, well, like on Sundays, we closed one hour earlier. Brunch into dinner close. And then uh, you, and then like if someone had any pity for me, like when the, when the dinner server would come in, then they didn't have to. But if they, if we got to go down to one server, they would usually be pretty understanding and be like, you worked brunch, get the fuck out of here. But then it's your fault. You're the one who signed up for a double. If they're not in a generous mood and like you left early last Sunday night or something like that, they're like, nah, I got to get out of here. Like it's my turn. Mm -hmm. I I don't give a shit that you put yourself in this prison. Well, yeah, but then there's times when you're like, I'll stay, I'll do it. I'll make the money. I'm here to make money. I'm here all day. No, you almost get into that weird, like, okay, so let's like, Doubles and overtime, as it's considered in any other profession, you're supposed to get time and a half. There are rules for the breaks you're supposed to get. Sometimes free food is involved or whatever. You are treated like there are unions to protect you. In the service industry, no. You you can like literally be there from nine in the morning until midnight with one chance to eat something and like two 10-minute breaks. I mean, there's also the restaurants that close in between lunch and dinner. So, like, if you don't want to go home, you just, like, take a nap on a booth. <laughs> you know, but but I always feel, though, though, so, like, it doesn't matter if it closed because the whole point would be, like, so for us, we were down for about an hour, two hours tops between brunch and a dinner service. And I would then have to be the breakdown side work for brunch and then flow prep into dinner. prep for dinner. And so when you're like the break I'm getting is sitting down to marry ketchups or put, you know, put the ramekins away or whatever. You're like, Oh, what a luxury. And, uh, yeah, those were intense days. You really, there was not a big sit down and catch your breath. Why do people do doubles? Money, honey, money, money. Or if you were like, Hey, listen, uh, I'm taking a trip. And yeah. I need I need to literally double up on money and shifts in like three days before I take four or five off. Mm-hmm. You cover me, I cover you. Exactly. And you you take someone's shit shift in the morning and then go into your scheduled shift at night. And you know it is a special kind of exhaustion though. Yeah. Especially one double on its own. You, you like you're vibrating. Like when you leave and walk out at like, night. If I you, sit down, that's it. I'm done. Exactly. Your feet just become numb. It's, it's, I ruined my feet when I waited tables and bartended. Oh, oh my God. Goodness gracious. My, my corns are like finally gone on my toes <laughs> from, I've got long Jesus feet, you know, they're, they, you know, look like hands. But anyways, so I would, I would get really bad blisters from waiting tables all the time. And you also are just like, I feel like I fucking live here. Like, will I ever see my home again? I've talked to too many people and I've brought them too many things more than any one person should do in a daytime. And then, God forbid, you were doing two doubles back to back. I was just about to say that, and which I have totally done. Oh. And then you fucking live there. For sure you live there. You're like, why am I even going home? Yeah. It's just gonna, it's gonna feel a little too good. And then I have to come back to this reality. Yeah. Especially like at Bad Dog, you'd work a double and then you would just stay and drink. <laughs> and then you would come back and work the double the next day. It was like, and I, w- I would literally be at that place for like 18 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Which so. Yeah, to walk in that second day after you've been there for a full day, it's it's something I can't describe. It's, it's like this so kind real. of familiar kind of hate and you're, the smell creeps right in your nose. And you're like, oh, it's there. It's, I'm here. Oh, the God. thing, too, that I always yeah, think like, of is like those are the days you definitely come in with wet hair. 
You know, you're like, I will try and put some makeup on at some point if I catch a breather. Uh, yeah, you've only managed to go home and catch a little sleep and literally rolled out of bed, rinsed yourself off and went straight back in. There was no me time. There was no minute to think or have a personality or a life of your own. You're just like, I'm back. Uh, yeah. No one's meant to work that much. Yeah, no, it's true. Especially if you're like working a lunch shift where it might not be that busy. So you might be alone doing it. And then you go into working, so you've managed the whole place on your own. And then when you you still have if, – if it's a place that doesn't, like, shut down between breakfast and lunch, then you have a transition where, like, you could have tables that got there at 3 and stay till 7 if Oof. it's that kind of place. Oh, God. Which happens. They're like, hey, guys, I'm still here. I just have a different section tonight, so I'm going to transfer your – you know, do you want to stay with me? Do you want to stay at the table oh, you're at? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, I don't have a life. Start a new tab with this person right here. But it is interesting. That is interesting. And I have been that table, but I'll always pay and start over, obviously. You know, if it's a Friday and it's a happy hour situation, mm. we stay longer. But mm -hmm. that's a weird situation, too. Yeah, working doubles is, is trouble. It's Double trouble. No, I, yeah, because I was thinking, too, that, like, the energy of, like, so brunch was always a lot more informal. Uh, I always looked a little, not, like, sportier, but not as... Like when you would walk in and glide in for your dinner shift, I'd always be like in a cute dress, slightly uncomfortable shoes right. because like it was be only so many hours. Working a brunch with what you're wearing right now, like a cute stripe. Yeah, yeah. Like I could wear top. jeans and like a blouse or just something, you know, adorable and a little bit dressy, right? But it's like you also, there's no chill at brunch. You're literally, you've got syrup on your face. You're running around, but nobody cares. And so then to try and manufacture that cool dinner attitude, which is like then the dinner people would come in having a nice day to themselves, walking in with an iced coffee, looking rested and dressed well. And you're just like, cool, I've got a fucking pan. I sat on a pancake, you know, and you're like, I guess if I was smart, I would sometimes bring a dinner outfit to go try and like transform then into the sexy, cool, calm, collected. I love how those are adjectives I use that I'm like, I don't think I've ever accomplished any of that while I've been working, but it was the attitude that I tried to embody. Sure. Of like, it's now time for a sophisticated dinner. Dim the lights. Dim the lights, everybody. But you would be in the restaurant and you would watch the sunrise and then the sunset. And if you didn't go home, Either like if you stayed out to blow off steam, you're like, the sun's rising again. Oh, and if it's wintertime, you need zero sunshine. Oh, it's so terrible. Yep, it's bad. So they're really, they're an intense form of help. That Unless you, you're making money and you're busy, then listen, nothing matters except for that money. I know. If yeah, you're like, busy and you're going and time flies by, like that's cool. It's true. That part is really good. I used to work doubles, doubles on bad. Fridays. Especially in the summer because there's always shifts to pick up on Friday. So I would stay and work doubles and double Friday lunch was always so great making money when I was at Bad Dog. So I would I'd, I'd make like four four hundred bucks all day. But let's be honest, you like really didn't enjoy or appreciate what you just went through until you literally kind of squared away your little fat stack of cash. Oh, and then yeah. we're like, okay. I get it. Yeah, you yeah. Like start to, you have an now. idea oh. in your head, but you don't truly get it until the end of the night. I just remembered. I actually, uh, I worked doubles on Saturdays at Buka, and we did tons of private parties. So if there was like graduations or like quinceañeras mm. or whatever, mm. there was big, big parties during the day. And basically, it'd be you and one other, one other server, 
and you'd have an open section, but then you might have a big party in another room. So you'd fucking bank some of these Saturdays. And then I'd always have to bring his shirt because you'd always have fucking marinara all over your white shirt. You'd have to change into a new one. But then I would cover a dinner shift too. And I was usually first cut, you know, but I was usually, but I, I would make a shitload of money at like 24. I would make like, you know, I'd work a double and make like 300 bucks. And that was humongous. Then. Sure. That's a lot of money for yeah. little baby Andrea. Yeah. Little baby Andrea. We were, I was, I was the queen though of being like, everyone needs to feel sorry for me that I'm on a double. And then everyone's like, we don't, no. we don't feel sorry That's for you. you. Like, but exactly. I'm on a double. You guys, would... I've been here all day already. They're like, yeah, cause you're an idiot. <laughs> I know people who would work doubles and they were like, oh, fucking about it they were like i work a double and i'm here to make yeah, very money serious and, and you mm-hmm. knew they'd always stay for you and you yeah knew they'd always pick up shifts for you god yeah. bless those people but imagine too if you're like if you were able to just be so militant to be like i will make all of my money for the week in two days which nothing is, is wrong with doable. that it's pretty incredible actually. i'm just an emotional baby you know yeah. and so i i've never had a whole lot of structure and just yeah but you're out of the office on your email and fucking go get it for two days signing up for for a double is like how past me put like books of real early flight for future me and then the early flight comes and I'm like but I don't want to do this this is too early I guess I booked this for myself but you guys you should feel sorry for me don't like weren't most doubles like have to get you have to get them approved by a manager like at most places I mean it depends on the restaurant yeah some places. I feel like it's like a thing where. Oh, and I think I mean it depended on the night too. Like, because I told you I used to sort of be in trouble, and not one of the favorites for a hot minute at James, and it would be like, ooh, like she's barely good on one shift at this point with this little attitude problem of hers, and they're like, we're gonna get her for brunch and dinner. Don't know, and I'd have to be like, please, 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 please. I'll be nice. I'll be nice, Brooke. And exactly. And they'd be like, you can't go out drinking. I'd be like, I won't, you know, and then cut to me having like absinthe up the street at some horrible place. But no, I did take it because I was like, I don't want to lose my job. And they really are hellish. But I, I, I would get a look sort of like, ooh, you're not one of my best. I don't know. <laughs> We're Please on behave. the B team, and it's just you. It's the Brooke team, actually. Yeah, we just call B team Brooke team. Well, do we have do we have any any takeaways for how best to kind of handle a double? What do you What do you think, Joss? I say bring a change of shoes because ah. your shoes may start to kill you. But if you have a second pair, switch it up. Probably you'll feel that change better. Change of socks would be nice too. Sure. Ooh, yeah. 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 Change it all up, the whole outfit, but shoes mainly, or like bring uh, one of those inserts that you can put in there halfway through the day if your feet start hurting. I just drink, I like that. Drink water. Drink your water. Drink water and see if you can sit down, if it's possible, to digest a meal properly midday. You know, because like when you're on a double, I was even reading stories, and this didn't happen to me, but you, if you're on a slammed double. Women especially can get bladder infections because you maybe go to the bathroom two times in like 16 hours and that is good for nobody. So yes, stay hydrated, but that's why we say wear a diaper on a double. We know, we all know that trick, (laughs) right? Yeah. You wear the old double diaper. Diaper double. (laughs) The diaper double. They make specific ones called uh, diapers for doubles. You're going to find them at your local Walgreens. They're there. And Not just to be confused look for with them. Double, diaper, double diapers. Two diapers in one. In one. Right. It's if, different. When you want that 
thick looking That's ass. if you work two doubles in a row and you're just lazy. <laughs> you're just straight lazy. You're, I'm not changing this. You know how much it costs? I doubled up. Oh, God. I uh, My heart goes out to any of y'all doing doubles right now. If you're headed into one, um, we feel you. I gotta tell you, I'm I feel tired. Like I feel like we've just been talking about this topic, and I'm watching everyone power down. Well, yeah, but I, I tell you, I was always that bitch working a double when everybody got there. I'd be like, "Oh, your opening work's already done. Like, <laughs> I already did it." Oh, the martyr double worker. Yeah, okay. I was just. Yeah, I mean, I like to find things to do. It wasn't Good. to like you know. I like to please people, and then. Tell them about it <laughs> so they'll be pleased with me. <laughs> Andrea's the best. <laughs> Fucking A, man. Um, well, guys, don't forget your double diapers. Bring in a bring an extra shirt. Or maybe brush your teeth. Don't be afraid to let loose while you're taking an order. If you can take an order and pee at the same time. Wow, what a skill. <laughs> if you can maintain eye contact it's while like you're patting your head and rubbing your belly. <laughs> <laughs> You know how, like, babies, like, they have to stop what they're doing, even if they're on their feet when they're wearing a diaper, and they're just like, ah. What if there was, like, <laughs> your table saw you in the corner looking, like, so content and happy, and they're like, oh, our server just looks like she's just enjoying life. I'm so happy to be here. Let's leave her a big tip. And really, you were just urinating into your diaper the entire <laughs> time. <Your> double diaper. <laughs> So I want to <laughs> welcome to the podcast our new friend and favorite bartender, Jaloyd Spencer, everybody. Turn up. Wow. I hope there's some fake claps going on or something. Great turn up. Turn up. Great to meet you, too. Y'all are yeah. super cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate this. You got it. So uh, fun. I was telling Amber that I was like, yeah, our next guest. Uh, is a product of having a night where you wander and have an adventure <laughs> and want to go talk to a bartender at a local place. There you go. And you and your coworker lens were yeah. so fun to talk to. We appreciate that. The Y'all edibles, were awesome. Yep, the edibles kicked in right when we <laughs> sat down, too. And I noticed. I knew I knew something was up. Something was up. She can't be this nice. She can't I be this cool. I am, though. I am, though. She can't be this cool? No, no, no. So uh, please let the world know where you work at the moment. If you want to name it, uh, you don't have to, or... I'm probably it. not. I'm no probably problem. not. I'm a okay. little... Um, let me see. Probably not reporting all tax totally information fine. currently. But it is, in, it is in Glendale. It is in Glendale. I will say that. Totally fair. Um... Actually, you know what? I, I can talk about it. The reason being is because it's something that me and you spoke about. I'm probably going to be doing a comedy show there um, oh, at the amazing. Electric Pussycat. So we're probably going to be doing like a type of deal there. But yeah, Cat's Out the Bag, the Electric Pussycat <laughs> is one of the places that I tend bar at, um, which is where I met you guys. So I kind of do that a few times a month and it's it's a good time. And do you explain what exactly is the Electric Pussycat? I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. It was... um. I believe the the origin is started out as a Austin Powers themed yes disco lounge kind of deal nightclub. Everyone demanded it, and exactly. Glendale <laughs> gave it exactly to you. Glendale giving you what you need, giving you what you need. Sixties action <laughs> can't get nothing to eat after twelve a.m. But you know what? We we got the electric pussy cat. But um, yeah, man. So you know, we I, I believe I've kind of been there for a short period of time, but I think they were having like you know like a mini me come through and fembots and. 
Yeah, they had Austin Power. <laughs> you know, it was going down. It was going down. So, uh, yeah, it's a good time. You know, it's a good time. Um, you can catch us there on the weekends. They, I think they're open like Thursday through Sunday. So, oh, yeah, it's okay. good time. So, it's not, it's not, would they open on a weekday for a comedy show, per se, that you put on? They're going to have to do it for me. That's amazing. <laughs> they're going to have to do it for me. Well, you Listen. know I will come through and do a stand-up set. I would love, I told, I told her this. When I met her, I was like, you know, this is how we started talking. I was like, you know what, like. You're hilarious, you know, Thank and I was you. like, do you do like, like comedy or something? She was like, no, but you know, people say I got this podcast. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I've been on TV for stand up. Yeah. Well, you told, well, oh, you yeah, told, yeah. well, you didn't, oh, but God. you didn't. I was like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. You can trust me. You can I send you a resume? It. Can I send you a video? Exactly. Will you book me? You said it's it really like hard it was to get a booked small in LA. Thing. You I said know. it like it was a small thing, but no, that's awesome. I'm cheesing. Um, so we walked in and it was everything and more that I expected. Other than the, the, I feel like we were there at like 1030. So people didn't really start coming in till a little bit later. It's a, I would say it's like a, it's an interesting crowd. Cause it's like, as far as that particular place, I work a few other spots, but it's like people come in early, I think. Okay. To kind of see what's going on for the weekend. Right. Like, oh, let me dip in at like nine, see what's cracking. And then we'll kind of come here and then, you know, maybe we'll like, we'll end the night we'll here, the you night. know, like, it, Hey, like 12, 12 to 1.30, you know, like people will mm-hmm. be there and stuff like that. So. Well, let me let me paint a picture because I know we'll all go. I, I walked in. 12 to 1.30 anymore and I'm like, I'm not out at oh that time God. anymore. <laughs> I think I got out of there like three. Wow. Really? On yeah. a Saturday night? Okay. It'd be, it's, it'd be wild. I mean, there's a lot of drinking to get done. Sure. After you finish your shift. A lot of drinking to I get done. <laughs> Turn up. Don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> so you walk in and it's a lit up disco floor. It is. There is a go. There are some go-go platforms and a pole. That's the first yeah. floor, and then yeah. you walk up to a second story that has like an observation. I'm gonna just go ahead and call it an observation deck. <laughs> observation you can deck. You can That's hilarious. Yeah, watch. we'll call it that. We'll yeah. call it. That. And then up there are all of those plastic egg chairs swinging, and so uh, they're like acrylic, see-through. And you just are up there and everyone's like tipsy yeah. and just swinging around. Lit. There's another stripper pole. Oh, upstairs? Up there. Upstairs. See, you, you got a, you were, you, you didn't look all the way around. I did. There's another stripper pole behind the DJ booth. Oh. You didn't see that one? No. Oh, that, would be, that would be my first uh, go-to is there's a DJ booth where it's a stripper pole. Andrew, That's a check, check. See, th- th- this is what I'm trying to say. Clearly, clearly the smart P of, <laughs> I of know, the bus. I know. She's clearly the, the smart P. The brains <laughs> behind the operation. I like I would have, have seen fun. that stripper pole, said Andrew. No, but there, there's two. There's one, there's one behind the DJ booth. So next time you come through there, you got you to check that one out too. Uh, so let's talk, let's get some basics because we are meeting in real time in many ways, which is super fun. Yeah. Where are you from? Man, it's from the South. Okay. Through and through. I I see no surprise in anybody's face in the room, but I was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, Amber's from Louisiana. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Born in Baton Rouge, uh, raised in Houston, Texas, Mm -hmm. and I moved from Atlanta. Okay. Okay. So I'm from the South, like through and through. And yeah. then was waitering, bartending, serving, was that sort of the chosen profession because you have other interests? Because It was until we- you said waitering. It was until you said waitering. The word waitering. It's, it's hilarious, too, because it's like, it, it's so funny. I was telling somebody this the other day. I was like, you know, these days I just say I'm in, and it was so funny when you told me about, like, the podcast. I was like, this is what I tell people. I'm in the hospitality there we setting. go. I'm in the hospitality industry. Like, it what sound, do you do? It sounds like you've got some say. I'm a dishwasher, but, you know, I'm in the hospitality <laughs> industry.
And I think the thing is, is that no matter what you're doing business-wise, you always want to have a trade. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be as smart as you want to be or... I'm a this, I'm a doctor, I'm a this, like have a trade too. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like if the world blow up, <laughs> yeah. you know, well, can if you the world blow show? up and we don't need no software techs, you know, yes. you better know how to damn yeah, can you do weld? something. Yeah. Can you weld? Yeah. Can you weld? Can you, know? you can you, can you uh, put things together with hammer and exactly. nail? Yeah. Do you, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be poor. I'm going to be the one pouring whiskey when the world is. Right. right? So we don't really need you, right? Exactly. Pour our own whiskey. But can you shake it? Can you shake it? Can you you get us ice? Because we're we're getting, someone's (laughs) going to need to get us ice. I'm on it. (laughs) And it's just so funny, like being in LA, it's like, it's easy. Well, yeah, like, like parts. It, it, I mean, everybody's throwing a party every damn day up true. in this damn uh, yeah. like y'all be partying. Yeah, like, like it's easy. Like, like people ask, like Joe White. It's easy. Like, you know, like if I was wanting to do, because I, I mean, I've done, I've done, I've, I've, I've done a, you know, been a PA and mm-hmm. done these things. You uh, know, that's but, thankless, girl. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh huh. So it's like you know, for me, it's just about trying to have a focus on what I'm trying to do, do positive things like this, you know, writing more self and, you know, people that I'm kind of working with oriented type material and, you know, just kind of putting some different stuff out, um, in the air, you know, this is a great place for things like this comedy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, there's something to do every single day in LA as far as that's concerned, you know what I'm saying? And the bartending is great. I mean, even though you got to deal with people with, you know, throwing up and bottomless mimosas. And, you still you know, get a couple they, connections, though, here. You do. There. You meet great people. You do. Doors open. All the time. All the time. And you know? you're sitting right in front of us right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're the, the single. Due to alcohol. Single most important connection you're ever going to make. <laughs> exactly. so I knew that. I knew tr- that. You've truly done it. <laughs> I knew that. I don't know. But that. here's the thing. If you are showing up to your bartending or serving job, not representing your best self, being a bitter, quiet, rude mean server you're gonna blow it someone like like not only are you blowing it for the nature of the job because that's what you do for money but also if you're like withdrawn and being rude to your customers like that person isn't gonna take notice of you and be like hey what do you do like you should come in and do this sometime like so it's a win-win if you can show up and represent yourself even if it's a job that you're not super excited about having like you just you just seem super positive about it i'm gonna tell you something though okay it's a real real I think I like what you say is mm-hmm. a win-win, but it's like, it's a real, real. And mm-hmm. the reason I say that is because like, we was just real. Yeah. Like I just met you, you, your guy, like it was just a cool conversation. We was just real. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to fake the funk. Like right. I'm not always in the, I'm oh, not always no. in the fun, most phenomenal of young moods. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not almost, I, I'm not always, I'm not going to play with you. Like, I'm not going to sit there and smile when I don't want to. Like I'm beyond that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I, I'm serious. Like, but I am. I am a person. I do realize that, like, hey, you have 50,000 other choices of places you could be. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I appreciate that from a perspective, but I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not going to, like, if you would have been, like, fraud or fake or, like, oh, my God, like, shots or, you know, and you did that. You did that, bro. But I'm saying, no, I'm joking. Like, if you were, <laughs> right, Brooke, right. I wish like, I would have been there to see all I this. Know, if you would have been. <laughs> If you would have been somebody that I was just like, listen, because I've had those situations yeah. where it's like, please get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> like you are doing way too much right now, like too much. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a real, real thing. It's like you were cool. 
phenomenal rapport, super respectful, and I'm always going to treat people like that, like how I would like to be treated. Yes. Well, that's exactly how I feel. I think that those are strong, strong words to live by in any industry you work in. Because of me being fake, me like, I didn't mean, you know, and here's the thing, I didn't mean fake. I don't mean fake because I've never been able to be fake other than. You don't seem like it. No, other than like if I'm in a bad mood, at least not be like uh let everyone know I'm miserable. Right. So I, I guess I'm I'm, I'm faking energy. I'm faking positive waiter energy, if that makes sense. For sure. Absolutely. I'm doing my job. I'm just trying my best Absolutely. to do my job. But no, I'm not like, hey, you want to see my headshot? <laughs> right. Right. You There's know. a lot of that. There's a lot of, of that. Of course too, there is. But no. I understand what But you it wasn't mean. because sorry, it was server to server, comedian to comedian. That's why we got along. Oh, I, I think we just got along because you're too. a decent person. Well, yep. yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know what you did until you know what I'm saying. Like it's like good energy is transferable. Like she was cool. Like I met mm-hmm. her. He was cool. You know what I'm saying. It's like it's like cool. good energy is transferable, and so is bad energy. Like yes, I can it feel is. it. I can feel it when I you're know. on another tip. Yep. And that's when I'm kind of like, I'm gonna let you do you. How many other industries are you dealing with people where? Half of them are drunk. Yeah, right. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like drunk. Like, like I mean, like, 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 because I've already, you know, like nightclubs. I do, you know, restaurant. Like half of the time, I'm dealing with people who are like drunk Mm -hmm. or halfway drunk. Mm -hmm. You know, and they think they're good, and they're not. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like you see, like you. They're talking to me like, and and I I know, like, I'm just like, bro, you're or miss. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're. You're doing a whole damn lot yeah, right now. Cool, You're doing a cool. hand and I and I just let people chill, man. You know, I know hey, we all need to get it off our chest. You know, I like to have a I like to have a young beverage every now and again too. So <laughs> I get it. I don't be tripping. I don't be tripping. I, I really don't be tripping too much. You got to do a lot to piss me off, like at work. Like you got to really do a lot. Give me an example, please. Uh, okay, so. I, I remember I, I, I was working at, like, I've worked a few different places, and I was working at this, like, really nice steakhouse. Mm-hmm. And this dude, I never get into anybody's business. You do what you young do. As long mm-hmm. as you're treating me cool and you, you know, you you providing a healthy young tip, it's all good. <laughs> so this dude used to come in, business guy, come into the bar, and I knew he came in with his mistress. That's none of my damn business. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here to whatever. So he used to come in, and it was the same thing every time. He would always pay for it. Like, they get the check, boot, handle their business, leave. He wasn't, like, the nicest guy in the world, but it was, you know, he always handled his business. It was very transactional. So one day, I guess, him and the, him and the mistress were, weren't getting along. So this had been going on for, like, well, like, over a year. Oh, wow. So he was like, hey, listen, I need the tab. And I was like, all right, you know, like print the tab with everything they had on it. He's like, no, 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 no. Like I want it separate. I was like, oh, okay. You know, that was different, but I said, okay. So then she's like, no, put everything on there. Oh boy. (laughs) And I'm I'm like, he didn't kind of say nothing. I put everything on there. He's kind of, this is kind of going back and forth. I'm finally like, like, listen, guys, what do we need to do? You know what I'm saying? I was like, you keep telling me different stuff. What do we need to do? So he's kind of like muttering under his breath and he was like, man, like you need to do that. You're stupid or something like that. And I was like, I, I thought I heard, you know, like, mm. like something like that. Because the thing was, is that like he's having an argument, I guess, with this lady and not being clear with me. But that's just kind of like one thing I don't tolerate. No. Like you're yeah. not gonna. Like so this I turned, is not, I didn't sign up for yeah, this. I'm we not didn't, yeah, we did Especially when yeah. you, exactly. Yeah, it's like handle that out, pay for your tab. 
pay for your tab, whatever it is that y'all need to do. And then y'all go in your separate cars mm-hmm. and, you know, do whatever it is you need to do. So I just kind of turned around and we had it like, this was a bar full. Like bar was full. A nice steakhouse. I was like, what did you say? And he was like, he got quiet. And I, was like, I said, what did you say? And I was like, listen, here's the deal. <laughs> I said, don't ever in your life call me stupid ever again. I said, I'm trying to handle a transaction for you that you can't seem to figure out what it is that you want to do. So I said, take care of the tab. And I said, we can go ahead and be done. And it was so funny because there were people at the bar that were like, it's so it's so crazy. Like you can't even you can't even say nothing to people these days without people just going, you know, like phones are like, right. Yeah, no, yeah, phones yeah. all right. Exactly. The headline is bartender exactly. loses it. Bald headed black bartender curses <laughs> out. You know what I'm saying? I think I had a little bit of hair left at the time. You know what I'm saying? But it was a little bit, a little bit. He was so bald headed. I couldn't even. He was so bald and angry. But um, it was. It, it's just that, that's, I guess, the thing for me, like, don't disrespect me. Like, I'm not going to I don't care who you are. I don't care what's going on. We're going to have a civil conversation yeah. or I'm just going to, like, let you deal with somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like and, and I don't find people think that scares mm-hmm. people like, oh, get the manager. I'd be having a manager on yeah. speed dial. Yeah. Like, like you know what I'm saying, please? Yeah. Like, you know, because when you know what you do and how you do what you do mm-hmm. and how you're handling your business and stuff, you're not worried about stuff like that. But typically, I mean, I got to say most people, man, you know, they be cool. Yeah. You know, most people be cool. They're there to have a drink. Probably talk to you too much about their problems and shit like that. Bartenders be like, you know, psychologists. Right. Everybody want to talk to us. Like, people, I, I know some secrets. It's ridiculous. Like, oh, people dude, didn't told me... I- Right. right. They do the so, same thing. So quick to tell you. Like, so quick. They whole business. I'm like, if if I knew where you lived, I would, Lord, have mercy. Like, <laughs> Jaloid, the safe is at the house. And you're right like, now. I know you keep telling me that, but I really think you should go see a doctor about it. <laughs> <laughs> you're I, like it, doing diagnoses. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. I'm not a doctor. I cannot diagnose that. Put that now. Ed, put it away. It's yeah. Crazy. I think people really just want you to listen to them. They do. They That's want it really be. a connection, right? Exactly. Yeah. And I can't go nowhere. I'm behind a small bed. So I can't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. So we have to make a connection. But yeah, man, it's, you know, it's one of those things that is, um, you know, allows you to kind of meet people like this and mm-hmm. do cool things. So it's a good, it's, it's a good vibe. I'm not complaining. You know what I'm saying? It could yeah. be a lot, you know, what is this like? The city with like the most homeless people in like the country or something like that? Like, Very much so. So I'm like, listen, is somebody gonna give me money to pour liquor and chop it up with them, you know, and chat up and have a conversation in this city? Yep. Where you're making $15 an hour minimum wage? Just the clock. Like, 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 I'm from Texas. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, I think minimum wage out there is $7.25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. $7.25. And I remember. Like, like if you like working at a restaurant, you don't get checks. No, they all say that. I remember in Atlanta. You know what my checks used to say? Non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it wouldn't be nothing on them. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be yeah. nothing on it. Like it would say non-negotiable because I think we got paid like two dollars and fifteen cent an hour. Yep, yep. Two dollars and fifteen cent an hour. So all you made was your tips. Yep. So just getting a check, like if you just smart, you know, and just try to do what you do and. You know, focus on what you focus on, you know. And even like, I mean, Houston's the fourth largest city in the country. Speak on it. Nobody even talks about that. So, Mm -hmm. and it's getting more popular. So, like, prices are going up. Prices are going up. It's, there's a lot of, yeah. Also, I want to go to Houston and just eat food. Um, Oh, my God. Best food. (laughs) I have heard. Houston has the best food in the country. I said it. Yeah. 
I, bro, I'm telling you. I but know you, nothing. Jasmine grew up in Houston, and she just she just can't stop talking about it. Best food in the country. There's also a pretty good Mexican place I can take you, turn you on to that has it's got Tex-Mex feels. I'm intrigued. If that's thing, something you missed about I'm living definitely. in Texas. I, I when I came oh. down here, when I came down here, and people showed me real tacos, I didn't know what they were. <laughs> I was like, no, I want some real tacos. People were like, no, these are the real tacos, <laughs> like the corn tortilla. I'd never seen like, that. There's not any cheesy gooeyness yeah, on right, this at all. Right. It's ain't not no drenched wa- in a sauce. Where's the white soft flour rolled up taco? This ain't no damn. These are fake. Like they, they were like, no, these are the real Mexican tacos. Yeah. I was like, this is hilarious. I mean, Wait, Houston you- has got like Vietnamese, like Creole, like Cajun, like connections that like All go that. together. Phenomenal, it, phenomenal it's Asian melting food. pot deliciousness, which oh, there's yeah. still so much good Asian food here. Yes. And I hope you have adventured. Oh, I'd be, I'd be out. Yeah. That's, that, that's my thing to do. If you want to catch Jaloid out in these streets, yeah. you want to catch me out in these streets, you're going to catch me at like a restaurant. Yeah. I love to eat. Houston, I think, pound for pound, has the best food in the country just due to the diversity. People mm-hmm. don't understand how diverse the city mm-hmm. is. Yeah. There's a little everything yeah. in Houston, just like there is out here. Yes. But there's more There's more African people. Mm-hmm. There's more... There's more Hispanic people or more Latin from all over the place. Mm-hmm. There's more like... Houston is so diverse, you know, and it's just phenomenal, phenomenal food. But I did. I remember being in Atlanta. I dated this girl who was from uh, from Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I went out there to go see her one time. And she took me to this little seafood spot. And you did There's a, a difference. Feed. There's a difference. There's a difference. The freshness, like... The Maryland seafood, like, like I love where I'm from. You know, it's a little bit more seasoned, Cajun and all that. But that right. Maryland Houston, seafood. It's like, it's like crawfish boils. And yeah, yeah, right. She had me with on a clam chowder that was the, the seafood out there was phenomenal. Yeah, the crab out there great. was great. And it's just in the blue crab. I mean, but that's what I think is so great about food and being in the industry is you get to try all these different foods and all these different flavors, like working in the industry that then open up your perspective to want to go that and young search palate. more. That yeah. young palate opens up that young palate. Yeah, yeah straight so up. You're always oh, open minded and it's it's really phenomenal to be to stay so open minded because you work in the service industry. Be- I'm too open yeah. I'm too open. I'm too ew. You're right though. See you see she's saying it real classy. Andrew's over here classy. <laughs> She, y'all should see her. She got her finger up. Listen, trying to be a good human being. <laughs> right. It's, you're classy. But like, listen, it's it's true, though. I agree with everything that you say. You know, it's a great, great thing. And especially being in a city like this where you meet people from your guests. Like, you know, I remember working downtown and, you know, like guests would be from everywhere. You know, like Australia and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know, Hawaii and, you know, China and Korea and just, you know, just from all over the place. And, um, yeah, you know, you just get a, really get a chance to discover a lot of things through this industry. You know, mostly, I would say where all the good blow is at. Um, <laughs> that, listen, it, it's insulting. I'm telling, seriously, working in the hospitality industry, this dude, I was working downtown one time. This dude, he was like with his wife. Dude must have been 70. We had a good little rapport. Dropped the check off. He was like, listen, you were great. Um... I was already going to give you 20%. But if you could let me know where I could get some good blow, uh, we could go ahead and bump that up. <laughs> I was like, de- I was like, what? You could have told him anything at that I- point. Exactly. Right, right, exactly. 
should have gave him the number to like, damn, I don't even know. Like the Grammy Museum or something. Like, call this dude. Some music will play. That's Tony. Let Tony like oh, it's it, his movie phone. Right. Yeah, like, LA Live's about to be LA lit. Like <laughs> crazy, man. Like straight up. Like people like all the time. Like people know, like, 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 like that's that that is the crazy thing about like and it's straight up. I was like, man, I can't even help you. I laughed. You know, he was nice. He was super pleasant about it. You know, but yeah, our industry is kind of like known for that. And I'm not sure if you've heard <laughs> about this, so but there's, there are sober bars that are opening so, up. Excuse me? Sober. Uh, could you explain, so, please? So you're going and you're still getting like all the nuances and a perks sober. of a dance club, a cool DJ, okay. a great mixology. setting, mixology, cool. maybe a CBD drink or something like okay. a, like a okay. non-alcoholic, okay. but no alcohol. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm cool. I don't need. I don't ever I'm need cool. to do that. I'm cool. But I respect is, it. But there's a wave of. I that respect as well. it. I respect it, but I'm good. I mean, if you're I'm still good. paying nah. fifteen dollars nah. a pot for a non-alcoholic. Right, drink, right, exactly. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody, could you pour a little more up in there, please? Yeah. You know? Can I? Um, can you like top that's it off with crazy. a little extra kombucha this time? Yes. <laughs> Which is still has booze right, in it. Right, By exactly. the way, there's still alcohol in kombucha. More ginger so beer, please. More funny. ginger beer. Ugh. That's hilarious. I want to go home with a stomachache from all the sugar. <laughs> exactly right. I quit drinking, but I got diabetes. Right. I'm bloated. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's, but hey, I man, whatever, whatever floats the boat. But I think, I think, I think, I think that's cool. But I think that there will always be, first of all, a substance abuse problem in the world. Well, it's, it's, you know? it's prevalent like, everywhere. It's, it's in the world, you know, and it, I, I joke about the industry, but it's like, it's, and, and that's cool what you're saying, but I think that you just kind of got to know why you're, why you're doing what you're doing. Yes. I would say, because mm-hmm. if you don't, <clears throat> it's never going nowhere. It's never going yeah. anywhere because like, it, people are making a lot of money. Yes. They're making cash. Probably not typically working that nine to five like a lot of people who are, hey, I got to work eight to nine hours and I'm waiting two weeks to see the money that I made. It's not like that in this industry. Like you can make three, four, five hundred on a phenomenal night and have the chance to do it the next day. So that breeds a lot of bad habits if you don't have a focus on it ain't never going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like. I, I I think I, I think there have been like some improvements, like you've said, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The mentality has changed because a lot of people are doing things. They're using it as a means to an end, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it's just like this is all I do, right. you know. Because I know just right. some people; those are the people that the career ones. Like, unless you just have a plan, right? If you're a career, you know, how and you got a plan, that's phenomenal. I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. That's great. But if you don't, right. Well, it's also a really, it's a great alternative to dying, you know, for some of these people. (laughs) Um, Have you seen, either of you watched the Ken Burns Prohibition? Oh my God. I've heard about that. I highly recommend it. I haven't seen it. Just seeing how alcohol has like shaped this country specifically. Really? Is this Netflix? Uh, Yeah, I believe it's on Netflix. You can stream it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Okay. I'm going to check it out. I just got a uh, password. I nice. just got a password, Love so that. I've been I've been You're binging. In. Oh, I'm in there. It'd be like fun if like that was like one of your regulars. So your lady's like slipped you that Netflix <laughs> password. Ah, right, no, no, exactly no, no, right. No, 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 no. Give me, give I me an can't HBO pay Go. Pay you, right? I'll take that HBO Go you, right. password. We need, we need sh- I need a Showtime. I need a, a Showtime. Show right, right. Get that up out of here. 
Get that right. up out of here. Tip with password. So good. That's hilarious. That's... Brooke would be offended. No, I no, get, don't do me. Don't do me like that. You don't think I can't like afford that. Hulu? <laughs> right. Give me that showtime. Uh, I'm broke. I don't Here's have any money YouTube. to tip you. Like, no, but how no. would you like to binge watch the first three seasons of Handmaid's Tale mm. on me? On me. Listen, I've been getting it in. You have it. one week. I will change the password after that. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Hey, don't God. do it. Don't think you guys should do it. While it lasts, I'm enjoying myself. Here's a tip. Believe in yourself even when yourself doesn't think you can do what you want to do. Like, you have to you have to just throw for whatever it is that you're trying to do, caution, all that shit to the wind if you yes. say you're really, really trying to do something. Even yourself will try to tell you you can't do like you, you don't believe we don't believe half the stuff we we want to do. Sometimes. It's all possible. Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it takes that other person to be like, hey, listen, I see such and such in you, or I do. Man, just if, if you say that you want to do something, just believe in yourself, diligently try to take steps forward every day to doing something. That's a step. We think that like, oh, I'm not here where I want to be. It's like you continually making steps and being positive and doing stuff, believing in yourself. Like, that's a great step, man. Like, a great step. You know, like, so that's my tip for people, man. Oof. Just cherish yourself. Like, believe it. Be your biggest fan. Be your biggest fan. Be your biggest fan, man. And you know what else is great? Because I'm about to start crying. But yeah. No, I do that. <laughs> New moon in Capricorn. Oh, um, uh, yeah. We're right full, we're right lunar full eclipse. moon, lunar eclipse vibes. Moon. And actually, that's very on point with if we're really going to get in there, what this full moon, you're supposed to harness yourself. What's going on? It's about to be a full moon? It was yesterday. Full there moon, was a full moon and then the lunar eclipse. eclipse yesterday. Jesus. But, I was but, the, but the full moon vibes, you can still say, I think just saying things out loud, right? Mm. Just say, like, I am declarative statement. Like, I've been saying, I am a homeowner. Turn yeah. up. And one Turn day up. I will yeah, be. You know, what, you, know what, you know what black people call that? You know what black people from the South call that? Claiming it. Claiming it. You got to claim it. You got to claim it. You could come to my church. You could come to my church back home. You could come to my church. Black people down south, we call that you got to claim it. That's exactly the same thing. And that's why it's like people be tripping over like, like, like people are all the same. We just say things differently. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, but that's a phenomenal thing that you're saying. It's just, uh, we, we say the same thing. You just got to claim I'm it. I'm going to claim it. Speak it into existence. Here's a tip. If you are being bombarded by those pesky mosquitoes this summer, I have an all a natural way for you to make some great mosquito repellent. So what you want is eucalyptus lemon. It is that is the actual name. It's not lemon and eucalyptus mixed together. It is eucalyptus lemon, one plant essential oil. So you want to get yourself about an uh, could say like an eight ounce bottle distilled water you could put a little witch hazel in there if you like but i'd say about like 30 to 40 drops of that give it a good shake and then that's what you're going to use as your mosquito repellent and then you don't have to put gross chemicals all over your body and it smells very it smells pleasant. amazing and it fucking works but there's also peppermint works yeah, uh cedarwood works. works lavender works so there's all you can make your own little blend if and you it's want okay to blend them together totally fine to blend them together nothing will explode as far as i know as far as I know. Um, but yeah, get out there and make your own bug spray. And everybody's going to be like, ooh, oh, that bitch just smells so good. And she's not covered in bites like me. I'm going to marry her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, please review us on iTunes and follow, subscribe, do all the things. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Baby, we in your face. Thank you.